So I live in one of those states where things are pretty serious, locked down, even though we're in an area that isn't really affected hardly at all in upper Michigan. But in lower Michigan, there are some, it was a pretty severe breakout. Matter of fact, I think we were number three overall for deaths as far as coronavirus. And most of it's in the Detroit area. A lot of it's in that area. So, and that's quite a ways uh, for those of you to, that are outside the listening area, um, give you perspective that that's about an eight-hour drive. I think it's about an eight-hour drive to get down there. So some people say it's actually um, closer for the people of Detroit to go to Washington, D.C. than it is to the western end of the UP, something like that. Anyway, it's a long ways, and it's over the bridge. And so we, you know, many people up here are feeling like, well, do we really need to be locked down because we don't have it? And some others will say, well, yeah, but you don't want the spread. you got to stop the spread. Well, we did slow down the spread, but the next plan was to get back to work because you're not going to make this go completely away unless you stay in your house until there's a cure. Well, that was never the intention. And then how do you afford to keep the economy going and give, and pay people for what's going to be 18 months? Where is this money going to come from? And now that they start dip, dipping into the endless supply of fake money that the Federal Reserve prints out, they're kind of getting used to that. <laughs> it's like, hey, what's another trillion? Hey, you know, I'm glad they're doing that. But at some point, when is it all going to crumble down? And some people seem to think, well, just let it keep it going. We could have universal basic income. We could have free health care. We could give people money every month. We could give money to small business. I think that would be great. I agree with those ideas, but not in the way that they want to present it as a form of taxing. You know, if we cut back on military and even then you look at states that are socialist states that have you know, provide a lot for people, they're still way in debt. So there's got to be a better way. And maybe there's really no true way to make it work. I don't know. Maybe there is. You know, I'd love to see universal basic income. I think that's a good idea, at least a minimal, so people can get out of the poverty level. And then I'd also like to see free health care and free tuition to colleges. But not if I have to pay 70% or 60% of what I make goes towards that. What's the incentive for me to work? So in the current socialistic plan, I don't agree with that. Unless somebody can explain to me that there's a way to make it work and you don't pay through the nose. I'd say you'd have to cut back on just about everything if you're going to try to pull that off. Furthermore, I don't want health care if it's drug care. I'm totally against that. If you're going to provide true natural healing, well then, yeah. I'm totally in favor of that. And that would probably be pretty inexpensive, you know, when you think about it. Um, how much do these healers charge, <laughs> you know? And they're giving you natural things. There's, somebody's going to corner the market on that. And then, you know, the price of getting herbal teas will go through the roof or whatever because it always seems to be the case. Well, someday we'll live in a world where that won't be the case at all, where we will... We'll no longer put money ahead of others. I'm all in favor of people doing well and making money and being successful. Good for you. 
but you know we've seen greed and corruption and competition to exterminate competition at all cost. I don't agree with that. Mm-mm. But I do agree that some people want to get rid of capitalism completely, and I think, no. You know, there's a channeling message that was from Archangel Metatron, and I still look back to that as probably being a good way to look at things. He said, eventually, we will come to the choice of a cross between um, capitalism and socialism. It'll be a combination. So you take care of people, but you also allow people to prosper. And that's basically what universal basic income is. And you say, well, how can we bring that forward? Well, we've talked about the Nesera, which is a national, and the Jesera, which is global, which is a redistribution of wealth. And if that truly is going to happen, then all of our prayers will be answered, and we won't be asking this question. The trillions of dollars that have been stolen from us will be redistributed, and we will have the ability to fund all these things. And then there's going to be, oops, pardon the microphone, I hit it with my hand. Um, We're going to have, uh, I think, a change in attitude and maybe pull back on some of the things that we endorse now will no longer serve us. We're finding that out now. Why do we have to have sports? I love sports, don't get me wrong, but... It's kind of the great distraction. Not saying that we still can't play sport and have fun, but we're so addicted to it. People are so addicted. And all these other things that we are addicted to, those will go as we become more aware, I believe. All of that will disintegrate and will no longer matter. And we will start to see things in a different light. And what seems so important at one time will no longer matter. And maybe that's what we're learning through, through what's going on now. I wanted to talk about deep breathing. You know, we're freaked out about things, and what can we do? And I started really dedicating myself to doing more deep breathing on a regular, daily basis. And what a difference it's made. I feel so energized. I feel balanced again, instead of letting things maybe bother me a little bit. I feel um, healing. I've been working outside in my yard, and I had to cut down an apple tree, which I really didn't want to do, but it got toppled over. I don't know how. Maybe the ice during the winter. It's weird because the tree's pretty strong. I know it looks dead, but it really, as I'm cutting it up, I'm saying, this thing ain't dead. (laughs) This thing's pretty strong base. So I don't know what happened. But maybe Sasquatch pushed it over. I don't, I don't know. But I, I've been cutting it down, and this last weekend I spent about five, six hours doing it. And I was pretty sore. And I just thought, you know what, I'm going to just start breathing more deeper to give my body more oxygen. And lo and behold, not only did it help that, but it helped everything. And it's funny how we forget about that. I don't always think to do that. But I've heard time and again just deep breathing. So if you're stressed out or if you're not feeling well, You have one tool at your disposal as long as you can take a deep inhale and let it fill you up completely and then hold it for a second or two and let it out and then go back and do it again and again and again. And and there's no limit to how many times you can keep doing that. To bring that, it's only going to be better for you. And since I started doing that Sunday, 
I've been doing it every day, I feel fantastic. And I thought I'd be hurting for a few days because <laughs> I overdid it. And my body's not like it once was. Uh, it bounces back pretty good, but I thought for sure I'd be sore. So that's one thing I wanted to share is that we can always go back to when things get to be too much. Try breathing, deep breathing. Also, I wanted to share a conversation. I guess I don't really want to go into detail who it was, but because I want to protect their anonymity. anonymity. But uh, a person that was in my studio, and nobody's going to know who this is, told me about their child being vaccinated and how it affected them after they got vaccinated. And we got on that subject because some people believe that this is where we're going. And I believe it is too, potentially. It could happen. They're pushing to get this vaccine. And is this vaccine going to be safe? Well, I'm not a believer that they are anymore. There was a time, I think. But maybe not anymore. And I've had so many parents tell me this face-to-face, whether their child changed after had autism, uh, developed autistic symptoms. I've had interviews with that. I've had people tell me that their child's immune system got destroyed after vaccination. So this person that I spoke with the other day confirmed that. And it was just like, wow, okay, that's another person I've heard about this. It just adds more proof to the pudding, so to speak. The proof is in the pudding. Well, what if you make jello? Well, then I guess you don't have any proof. (laughs) Now do you? So I'm not, a scare, I'm not afraid of this, a scared, as I was going to say. I'm not afraid of any of this that's happening because I really believe there are those that are working with us that are helping us. And this kind of connects to my third thing I was going to talk about, which was a good friend of mine who I trust completely has been seeing UFOs not far from where I'm doing this broadcast. And he's seen them three nights out of four nights. And some are bell-shaped and some are triangular. And he even said that he was flashing his light, a light at them. He's going to come in and talk about it. So I'm not releasing anything that he doesn't want me to release. Um, When he has more time, he's going to come in. But I thought it was important because I wonder how many other people are seeing things. He also told me when they launched those satellites, Elon Musk, wasn't it Elon? that launched that string of satellites. People were watching that straight line, and some people thought it was a UFO, and they said, oh, no, it was just those satellites. He said that's not what he saw. He saw, like, in an armada of spread-out ships traveling in different directions, going up in the sky. I said, are you sure that's not the satellites? He said, no. So has anybody else seen those things? Now, maybe it was those satellites, but what he's been seeing lately locally, either it's a government craft that we're not aware of, and why would they be hanging out near him, or somebody's communicating with them, and why are they communicating now? Hmm. And is there a reason, maybe? I think there is. You know, we've talked about it on this show. We've had people on. We've had people locally talk about these things. But, you know, I really believe they're interceding in a lot of things that go on on this planet. They've saved us more than once. And are they saving us now? Absolutely. From what uh, something that could have been a lot worse. So, and they continue to um, save us. 
Now, that doesn't mean every one that you meet is a wonderful being. They're just like anything. There's the yin and the yang, the yin and the yang. So you're going to have some that are maybe going to be, you know, throughout the whole universe, I would think it'd be that way. But usually the ones that are more evolved, my research and what I've read and heard, they're going to be more respectful beings because they've gotten past the warlike state and the um, egotistical, all that part. And they've moved into higher consciousness understanding. And some of them are, um, what I would say, are uh, telepathic. So I really believe that that is probably what's going on. And they are watching out for us. I see that we're doing some work here, so I think I'm going to have to end this short. But hopefully soon I'll have some people coming in talking about different things. Uh, just remember, deep breaths. Boy, that worked for me, and hopefully that helps you. There's not much else you can do right now. Maybe become aware. Uh, and who know, who what's to believe? I always believe in firsthand conversations because that tells you everything you need to know. You're not going to necessarily believe everything you hear or read um, on the internet, or so-and-so said this, or there's a video which could be doctored. But you can trust people that you know. And when they're telling you a straight story, to me that's pretty solid evidence. And if you have a military background and you're sharing a story about something, that seems pretty credible to me. Anybody could lie, I agree. But people, as I get to know them over a period of time, I know they're, student, they're shooting straight with me. Um, so maybe we'll have Keith in pretty soon, and he'll share his story about, remarkable story about UFOs that he's seen, and he's also talked about to some other people about some things as well. So maybe it'll open our eyes. Maybe this is really part of what's going on. I think it could all be connected. Start searching the skies, huh? Maybe so. Till then, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm in a good place right now. I've been frustrated a little bit and wondering what really is going on. And again, part of this, like we had with Rosalind, is really a wake-up call for all of us. Now they're saying that there's two viruses. So it kind of makes me think, maybe the virus I talked to was the natural one. Hmm. And maybe the one that uh, we feel is deliberately released was the one that came from a laboratory. I don't know. Just speculation. Anyway... Love and joy. You know, we're here for a reason. None of this is by accident. Which a good person that I talked to today by the name of TJ reminded me of that. This journey. You know, it's none of it is here by accident. And really, we have many grateful things to think about. So, count the blessings. Be grateful. Good things are coming forward. Love and joy. Love and joy.